Welcome to I Have Issues, I'm Lucifer Storm, and I've got one quick question for you. That's right, you. How are you? How the devil art thou? Hopefully, you're keeping well and keeping safe. I've got an awesome guest with me this evening who I'm going to bring on in just one second. But I just want to remind people that, first of all, Super Chats are open. And anyone who utilizes the Super Chat function, I just want to let you know that any money that you donate will go towards the channel. But it will also go towards funding some awesome surprise little gifts for backers of my Indiegogo campaigns. Although I've only got one campaign at the moment, but that's neither here nor there. Also, I just want to let you guys know that this show is made possible thanks to my sponsor, Malice Bazaar, who were who were responsible for introducing me to John here. He's kept me company recently. I love having him around. And they are, are specialists in taxidermy and unique upcycling. If you like morbid curiosities, you will like what Manus Bazaar has to offer. So check out their Etsy store by checking the description box down below. You will find a link to their Etsy store there. But I must warn you before you click that link, it's what they sell. It's not suitable for children. It's not suitable for the easily offended. And it's definitely not for the faint of heart. So click on that link at your own risk. So tonight's guest is the awesome Hex Allen Comics, who is the creator of Nephilim Squadron. Let's bring him in. Good evening, Hex. How the devil are thou? Ah, I'm feeling devilish. <laughs> good, good. That's what you? I like to hear. Thanks for I having me. It's cool, man. It's cool. I've been looking forward to having you on, man. How's the apocalypse treating you? Ah, uh, I'm, I'm making, I'm taking advantage of it. <laughs> Good man. Good man. That's what I like to hear. Uh, yeah. We're just going to quickly check uh, the chat because we have Robert who says, Hail, how the fallen angel art thou? I'm oh, yeah. Good. I like that. I like that <laughs> phrasing. That, that works for me. Good evening, Robert. It's There's good to have you here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we also have uh, Wally at Terrier Comics. Wally. Evening, Lucifer. Evening, Hex. Evening, all. Hey, Wally. welcome. We also, we also have my main man, Marv Studio. Good evening, everyone, he says. Hey, hey Marv. We've also got Marigo Ann, who says, yo. Hey, Marigo. <laughs> and we've also got Pop Culture Avenger, who says, hell, Lucifer. And <laughs> Hello, Hex Allen. Good evening, Pop hey. Culture Avenger. How the devil are now, everyone? <laughs> oh, oh, and we've got another one joining in. We have Yernage Purden who says, Evening, everybody. Evening, Yernage. How the devil are <laughs> they? So, uh, and Marv also says, Finally, I can see the face attached to the comment. So there you go. Oh, and we've also had Happy Jam Jam join us. I like, I, I like this. People are just coming in left, right, and Chelsea. That works for me. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us this evening. So, Hex, I think to kick things off, how about you let everyone know who you are and what it is that you do, just in case they haven't come across you before. Ah, I am your daddy, and this is what I do. <laughs> uh, I... I uh, am a guy who uh, is a, a longtime comic book fan, and uh, I, I uh, was a professional artist and animator for a while. Uh, then I got into a more of a technical field because um, I, I really wanted to, you know, uh, utilize my art skills for myself in, a, in, the, in an independent manner. <laughs> good, good. So I, I you know, I, I I do a different day job from when I used to be a. You know, like a, a animation and art slave <laughs> doing other people's work, <laughs> which is fine. You know, I mean, yeah, I I, I could still do that, but mm -hmm. um, 
you know, I have always had this uh, this fantasy about uh, self-publishing, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and since I was a teenager, even, and, and uh, I just put it off to the wayside and, you know, came up with this story and, uh, you know, just put that off to the wayside and to do other stuff, to make money. Um, uh, but, yeah, my my first love has always been comics, even though I was uh, an an illustrator for children's books for for uh, you know, educational books for a while, uh, and an animator for a while. But the comics is is like I, I never really wanted to to work for the big two. Yeah. Uh, strangely, I, I I always wanted to self publish, but you know I read all of them. I mean, not all of them, but you know I read Marvel and DC. Uh, but I was really into uh, the small publishers like uh, Dark Horse first, uh, yeah. Quality Comics, uh, Comico especially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Viz Comics. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's where the love of comics came, come, came from. And uh, I start, started collecting around uh, the age of 13. And uh, uh, around that time is, is, is also when I got into manga and anime at the same time so it was all just like a convergence of <laughs> a hard convergence of <laughs> interest uh, with my young mind uh, and uh, yeah that's yeah around the time I came up with uh, the story of Nephilim Squadron but it was under a different name mm. uh, and uh, so for a long time I, I just didn't know what to do with it and and it wasn't until uh to 2018 uh yeah it was 2018 that's when i really started listening to uh nerd erotic oh yeah <laughs> and nerd erotic begat uh doomcock and doomcock begat mecha random 42 and, and uh your boy zach uh and so I, I I was sort of inspired by uh you know listening to all these people to to get up and get off your butt and do your own your own properties you know yes so that's when I started uh, really bearing down and 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 uh, you know collating all the all the material all the thirty years of of uh, world building I had for Nephilim Squadron and mm. and started uh you know really. Uh, you know, scripting out everything. Uh, you know, I, I, when I script, I, I do all the uh, panel uh, descriptions and everything. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you know, I kind of have to do that for myself, so I so I don't get lost. Um, and and uh, yeah, and then then that's when when was it? What year is it? Oh yeah, I guess it wasn't until twenty uh, two thousand twenty. <laughs> yeah, around this time last year, that's yeah. when I when I when I became active in uh, comic skate after after watching people lurking or whatever you call it. I don't like that connotation. <laughs> <laughs> why, can, why can't I just be an audience member? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is it I was creeping in the shadows? <laughs> watching the streams. Um, yeah, so I became active around this time last year when the thing hit. You know, the whole world. <laughs> So I had nothing but time and yeah. and started uh you know putting the nose to the grindstone and and uh pumping out pages and um, uh, promotional material 
And then, uh, but I was also working on a mobile game at the same time. Uh, and and <laughs> I had the crazy idea to uh, combine the two properties in, in one campaign. Cool. And that, that's where uh, my current campaign, the Nephilim Squadron of Extras, uh, was born from oh, too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Indigestion. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. That's all right. Yeah. So, and then here we are. And then, you know, I started all the networking and making new mm -hmm. friends and getting all, all this inspiration. <laughs> awesome, and here man. we are. Here we are with the devil. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. No souls have been traded yet. Emphasis mm. on the word yet. There's still time. <laughs> so, how about you tell us a bit more about uh, about your current campaign, oh. Nephilim Squadron? Oh, wait. Here, here's the current one. I, I, yeah. By the way, guys, there are links to this campaign in the description box down below, along with the social medias where you can find Hex Allen Comics. Right on. So, yeah, this is my my baby, my uh, my passion project for, for 30 years. <laughs> on, yeah. on and off, um, I, I made a different version of it, of Chapter 1, uh, about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I hid that one away because it, it wasn't up to par. But yeah. I think I'm ready now. Uh, and, uh, what this is is a uh, uh, well, it's a 32-page black and white comic book, nice. uh, and uh, it's inspired by a heavy metal magazine uh, manga from the 80s, like Area 88 anime, like uh, like Macross, yes, and, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, yeah. and uh, a little bit of uh, satirical uh, taint to it. Uh, a la uh, Howard Chaikin's American flag from the 80s, if people are old enough to remember that. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but don't fault me. I'm not Howard Chaikin. I know a lot of people are, uh, you know, don't like Howard Chaikin's uh, uh, politics or whatever. You know, his, his, uh, he's, he's full of uh, piss and vinegar. From, but I knew this. <laughs> I knew this already. <laughs> I, I separate the man and his, his art. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, Nephilim Squadron is uh, uh, it's the story. The story focuses on uh, the uh, a clone pilot's uh, personal journey to dis to to find a soul, and uh, uh, but through the course of his journey, he discovers that his destiny is much larger than having a, a soul. Mm -hmm. And and uh, uh, the, the the background for the setting is that uh, it takes place on a. a planet colonized by humans that later over generations uh, established a civilization and uh, they ended up starting a war with the native uh, beings on the planet. The thing is that there was never supposed to be any uh, native or intelligent sentient uh, life on this planet in, in order for, for humans to colonize it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, so they're uh, kind of in trouble there for breaking the uh, old prime directive. Uh, and then this third party enters the scene called the Soul Interstellar Forces, and they're sent in there to, to find out how and why uh, the, the, the civilization on, on the planet have awakened and uh, started a war with this strange and rapidly evolving species. Uh, so that's the uh, the background of uh, what's going on on this planet. It all takes place on one planet. There's no planet hopping. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, there, there are a wide variety of... Uh, uh, environments on the planet. It's not like one of those uh, sci-fi stories where 
there's a desert planet and then there's a city planet there's a, a jungle planet you know i mean it's just as, as diverse as is this planet you know why can't an alien planet be just as diverse and even weirder uh so here we have uh, some opening i know uh, i threw the uh, first 13 pages of, of uh, chapter one here uh cool. black and white on, on the campaign page yeah and uh, it opens up with a uh, sweeping scenes of uh the flora and fauna of the strange planet, and then onto uh, this is one of the settlements, or not settlements. Uh, at this point, it's a, a smaller city, uh, right. uh, on the, like the borders of, of this, this nation that's been established, and they they're being attacked from the air from by these uh, uh, odd flying creatures, which are a, a combination of lizards and, and reptile. Yeah, uh, but they're being piloted by by the El Savali, which are the the native species that are kind of humanoid. Uh, right. And at this point, they're they're attacking from the air, and uh, decimating uh, this this small city from the air and from the ground with chemical type weapons, <laughs> cool. real exotic stuff. Uh, and then uh, here we go in, in, enter the uh, Soul Interstellar Forces. Uh, coming in from sub uh, subsonic speed, and yeah. uh, the Nephilim squadron shoots out of the the hangars and uh, are introduced here and on to some aerial combat uh, dogfighting action. Uh, and as you see, the all the, uh, the word balloons, the sound effects are placeholder. Yeah, um, I'm working on trying to make it real special. So yeah, and uh, yeah, th this. This will be, will be printed in black and white, but uh, I'm going to be adding some shading to, to make uh, the principal uh, subjects pop out more. Um, cool. To, to look like a you know old old school, uh, like the old school Viz comics I used to read. Yeah. And and uh, I also have a digital version that is in color. Uh, yeah, that's uh, only six bucks, and uh, that is uh, I did that so. Uh, it won't be just a, a one for one version yeah. of, of the black and white version and to make it worth people's while, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. And that is being colored in this, uh, <clears throat> this, uh, cell shaded manga style or cell shaded anime style that, nice. I, that you see here. And, uh, Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Why, how did I pass this up? <laughs> oh yeah. Hello. No, this is the important stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the intellectual part of the intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a tasteful pinup is uh, is thrown in there with every uh, every uh, physical back backing. Mm -hmm. uh, and here here are the characters: uh, Taru, Mecca, and Jason. They are the uh, three main characters. The villains: Seton, Coker, Tenley, and Hayes. Uh, Seton is is the the dictator of Barani, the, the nation on this planet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are other nations on the planet too. <laughs> but, cool, uh, man. I don't, don't want to get into all the uh, nitty gritty. No, I can understand. Right now, that. because you can you can read that in the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick look at uh, everyone in the chat because we've got some mm. questions here for you. Uh, Marie Goanne says, can you name drop some of the stuff you worked on as an animator? Oh, I worked on, uh, well, this was years ago, uh, the Jackie the Joke Man uh, 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 puppet, I guess you could call it. It was a, yeah. 
I don't know if you, if you people, you people <laughs> are familiar with uh, the Howard Stern show. He's a, a oh, radio broadcaster. A little. Uh, it decades. rings a bell. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he used to work with uh, a comedian, Jackie the Joke Man, and uh, and the company I worked for uh, did the uh, animation for a three D three D animated Jackie the Joke Man, and uh, for our website, and it was also um, on appeared on the Howard Stern show on on, the, on his late night Saturday show. So that's like the most famous thing I've done. Other than that, it's like much smaller studios. Cool. No, I haven't. I haven't worked for Disney or Warner Brothers or anything like that. <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have skills. You know, I can do awesome. a thing. Awesome man. Uh Happy Jam Jam says artists are close to being whores. Now, <laughs> I resent this comment because I'm not close to being a whore. I am a whore. Okay, right. There's none of this close to business. You know? I'm definitely there. I'm willing to whore myself. I don't know many people who aren't, to be honest with you. But no, I get you happy. Some of us are happy. more some of our more some of us are more delusional about you know about it than others, you know. <laughs> You yes. go around saying, "No, I'm not. I'm above all that. I'm an artist." <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, we, we we all know what that means. <laughs> uh, Marigo Ann says, "CG's output is better enjoyed as an outside audience." Me thinks, ah. I, I can go with that. I can understand what she's saying. Uh, Robert says, uh, "What do's and don'ts have you learned from world building?" Oh. Uh, uh, the do's I'll go with the easy do's the easy do's are, are uh, you know, excessive copious notes <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, mm, or, organization which uh, I, I barely have yeah I'm working on organization uh, don'ts uh, or uh, this may seem obvious but don't overdo it know when to stop Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you, know, th you go into feature creep, and then you, yeah. you get your you and your audience lost, uh, you know, yeah. as to where you want to go with the story, what you what you're actually trying to tell the audience. Hmm. So uh, I'm, I I think I have a lot packed in here in this in this uh, saga, but I, I don't think it's any more than you would find in your average, uh, you know. Uh, 24 episode anime <laughs> you know yeah there's a big ensemble cast uh, but you know i think you'd be able to follow it uh, but, yeah. cool cool so, man uh, yeah don't cool. stop yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess that's heavy like, metal mag yeah <laughs> yeah there's, lo there's lots of love for heavy metal over here <laughs> oh yeah i'm a big jodorowsky fan alejandro jodorowsky Oh yeah, Mobius, uh, Bilal. Uh, oh, what's oh God, is it, uh, uh, Juan Jimenez? Oh my God, Juan Jimenez. The, uh, if I say Meta Barons three times, a, a certain CG creator might appear. <laughs> 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 if you know, you, you, are you familiar with Simon Poitier, Sim? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. I am indeed. Yeah, he's a huge uh, uh, Meta Barons and. Uh, yeah, yeah, French comics fan as well. Awesome. Yeah. 
Awesome, man. And uh, Wally, he says, love Shaken's work. Shaken is one of the most influential and important creators in comics. And I have Thank you. That's what I've been trying to tell people. <laughs> I completely agree. Like, I mean, like you said earlier, like, put his, he put his politics to one side because that really doesn't fucking matter. Like, look at the work he does. It's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, pop culture Avenger he says it does have a heavy metal look to it, so that's that's good. That's good. All right, thank you. Thank uh, you. Pop, pop culture Avenger also says any possibility of a Nephilim mm-hmm. Squadron <laughs> animated series in the future? Uh, it's it kind of crossed my mind, but I, I, I'd rather get the comic done first, yeah. Uh, um, but if yeah, a series, yeah, it would have to be. Uh, you know, it, this it's, it's a hard R series, so it's it would have to be on a paid service, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if if that happened. And Rigo Ann says Sim <laughs> seems like a cool guy, and I uh, second yeah. that motion because I, I, if I remember correctly, uh, not too long ago it was Friday. In fact, I was uh, on Chromecon with him, so mm-hmm. yeah, I I can definitely second that he is a cool guy. It's it's always good getting to hang around with him. Yeah, yeah. He helped me out a lot with my campaign too. Awesome, man. Yeah. And, and while he says the Dark Knight is a poor man's American flag, it's a pretty Whoa. good poor man's version, though. Oh, <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> but fucking hell, they, right? Easy, wow. easy. All of a those sudden, are, someone well, comes some, out of nowhere. Some say that, yeah, some people would say that those are fighting words, but you know, <laughs> I, I would. I don't know. I would, but I, w- I would say those they were two different, way different things, though. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I, I, I don't think Wally's wrong whatsoever. But like you said, <laughs> in, in some people's eyes, ooh, them, them's is fighting. <laughs> um, Mar- Marv asks, favorite comic book artists growing up. Mm, growing up, uh, uh, oh, Matt Wagner. Yeah, Matt Wagner was, was a big influence on me, and, and I still see some of his work today. Uh, in my some of his faces in my work today <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i guess you'd have to pick the right faces not the aliens <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and, me... uh, who i know there's someone else though uh an influence uh i guess chicken was a later influence but as like when i mm. first started drawing and thinking about drawing comics it would have to be Matt Wagner and um, I know someone else. Freaking frack. Ah. <laughs> mm, maybe the John Byrne or John Romita Jr. Paul, Paul Smith. Yeah. Paul Smith, yeah. Uh, and you know, people like that. <laughs> Good choices, man. Good choices. Uh, what would you What would you say is like your artist kryptonite? That one thing that comes along that makes you go, mm-hmm. "Okay, I, w- I won't draw today. I'll go with you." Uh, uh, ooh. Uh, I guess let's say it's, I don't know. Maybe a lack of sleep. <laughs> you mean something something I can't control or something? Something that just within me. 
it, it doesn't matter whether you can control it or not. It's just that one thing that like you could be so laser focused and determined like today I'm drawing a page. But if this one thing comes up, mm. you'll be like, oh, I don't want to uh, not draw a page, but I'm not going to draw a page today because this oh, is here. I mean, one thing on the page that comes up, you mean? Or it, something... it could be. I guess uh, for building backgrounds. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> backgrounds, yeah. I guess that's that's a little kryptonite-y. <laughs> I can so understand like, that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll get to this later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can understand that, man. I can understand that. Uh, yeah, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen your buildings, man. That's real, real tight, remarkable stuff, man. Yeah, man. Oh, it, it takes forever in a day. So whenever I have to do a panel like that, I'm like, oh, do I do it now and get it over? <laughs> or do I just put it off for as long as possible? Because I'd rather be drawing the characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just do a little quick outline to indicate the background. Yeah, as long as, long as I've got some <laughs> sort of note there, it's like I, I can come back to that later because I, I, I know that I'll get really obsessive when it comes to that stuff because otherwise I'll just slack on it and like the characters will look great and the backgrounds will just suck ass and I really don't mm. want that. Yeah. So I put in that extra time to make sure that they they really pop and that they <laughs> that they're stupidly detailed. And mm. then three days later, I'm like, well, that's one panel done. <laughs> well that's what we're paying you for quality <laughs> exactly exactly man uh wally yeah. at terrier comics says have you ever created a character who took over the story yeah yeah but that would be zyke howley zyke howley the in nephilim squadron he started off as a, a very minor character but he's he's uh much more pivotal than you know I, if, over the over the years i made it much more pivotal than than he started out as yeah uh, and uh and even up to today um uh, i not today today but like uh in in the creation of this campaign i i, I made a last minute audible and and uh changed his look so uh, right. his his whole head silhouette is different yeah uh, um, but um yeah, that's why when you see on the campaign page, it'll it'll be a blank, uh, like a fake one of those blank Facebook uh, icons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, but yeah, he yeah, he's got a lot of personality, and uh, he I guess I can say this, but he he's a human who lives among the El Savali. So <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Um, we have Bree in the chat who says, Hey, hey, how is everyone doing? Good evening, Bree. How the devil are thou? Hello. And, and Pop Culture Avenger says, Richard Corbin art in heavy metal was outstanding, and then mm. his work on Fantagore. And mm. I have to agree, Richard Corbin yeah. was second to none. Yeah. <laughs> none completely. Uh, it was like and, a sci fi dream. Yes. It's worth it. Absolutely, man. And Yonej Purden says, yeah, we need more Eiffel Tower. Please don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, no, don't no. make me draw the Eiffel Tower again. That took way too fucking long. Oh, man. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was wondering about that. <laughs> that. That page, I mean, considering it's only two panels, the mm. Eiffel Tower panel took me two and a half days to mm. do. 
and then the panel underneath it took me two and a half hours to do and i was like why why couldn't the eiffel tower be that quick as well it's worth it <laughs> yeah in the long run it is worth it man do you find that like working on nephilim squadron like do you find that it's an energizing process or that you get to the end of it and you're kind of exhausted mm. uh, i think working on it is is uh energizing yeah probably the most exhausting thing about this whole process is the promotion <laughs> yes yes i can second the that scheduling the promotion and the uh <laughs> You know, trying to be uh, not boring, you know, when you're on a stream. Yeah. And, and for an introvert, you know, artist, it's mm. it's like, it's what we have to do now. But yep. But it's it's for me, it's just kind of an internal struggle. Doing the yeah. actual work is is comparatively effortless. <laughs> cool. That's what I like to hear, man. But I do, I do enjoy my time with everyone and everyone I talk to. It's just that, uh, I, I'm an introvert. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. Oh, no. I get it. I, th I think most of us are, and it's like, I mean, like when I was speaking to Keith Gleason, like he was explaining to me how he's an introvert, but one thing that really made him come out of his shell is that he tried stand-up comedy. And that just just forced him to be like, okay, I've got to be that little bit more charismatic. Otherwise, like I'm gonna be dead on the stage here, <laughs> you know, with with a very silent, moody crowd, and that's the last thing you want. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Like, you know, make funny faces, uh, pratfalls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take off your clothes, like I did when I first uh, <laughs> when I first became active in comic skate. <laughs> it is. Did a damn strip tease. <laughs> Blew my wad right there at the beginning. <laughs> so you, you're quite openly uh, comics gay. What is it about the movement that uh, attracted you? Oh, well, the, uh, well, for me, it was the personally, personally, the camaraderie, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and and just the the passion people had for for preserving uh properties yeah and 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 creating exciting new ones you know where where others have failed or are failing currently yeah. you know in the mainstream um but yeah i mean i i wasn't really attracted to the uh um all the controversy you know i yeah. knew it was there mm -hmm. i was more interested in uh you know people's uh, creativity and, and just being inspired uh but you know, I all all the SJW stuff that 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 we, you know we're attacked by, and you know, I don't think I've been personally attacked, but who knows? <laughs> you know? Give it time. Give I, it no, time. <laughs> I don't know. I try not to pay attention to it. Yeah, um, but you know, I I don't come looking for a fight, but <laughs> yeah, I might finish one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. What would you say has been the best money that you've spent being a comic creator? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Oh, these Japanese brush pens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know the ones you're on about. Uh-huh. 
Oh, they make me feel so good. <laughs> I feel like a real artist when I use those. I, I remember coming across them quite the a few years ago. Yeah, I can't remember the exact name of them, but I know the ones you're on about because I found some at an art store, and that's when I was still uh, doing most of my work traditionally. And I, at first, I was very skeptical, and then I tried them out, and I was like, "Oh, these are a blessing. Yeah, <laughs> Where have these been hiding? Yeah. Oh man, if only they could bring down the price and I could buy in bulk. Yes." Yes, that is the the only issue with them, really. Uh, Bree's in the chat, and she says, uh, I am so the opposite. I struggle to sit down for work, but feel utterly alive selling stuff at events and networking. Maybe I can harness that for introvert co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, share the energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I do get energized. It's just that maybe afterwards I'm really drained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It I, takes I, I a lot out of me uh, afterwards. <laughs> so, so as a comic book creator, would you would you rather be successful with stuff like Nephilim Squadron? Or would you prefer it if in like a couple of uh, hundred years time, there are people who are still picking up the book and reading it and going, oh my God, this is amazing. This is like a masterclass in comics. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to be a realist and say, I'll take the money now because <laughs> in a couple hundred years, uh, this, this story might be just so, uh, you know, quaint and, yeah. uh, and, like oh this is so funny they thought science fiction was like this back then <laughs> you know <laughs> it might be like pulp trash by then you know in a couple hundred years so uh, I, i'll take that oh, oh well uh fame mm, i don't really care so much give me the money and okay uh, it, it, if okay how about this <laughs> if if uh if netflix wants uh, a nephilim squadron uh, you know, I, I'm not going to relinquish any uh, creative control. But if if I were to to uh, relinquish creative control, they'd have to give me a hundred million dollars, and you could do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, man. That's mm. absolutely fair. I can, I can get... create something else. <laughs> exactly. I can get where you're coming from, man. I mean, like you're not going to have bills to pay in two hundred years' time, but you, yeah. <laughs> you do have bills to pay now. Yeah. <laughs> So it's completely understandable, man. Um, yeah. Do you I have, might like, make something better by you know by the time when I'm older, I might make come up with something even better than this. Yeah, you just never know. You just but that would, then that would make this worth something too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Win, 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 win. win. <laughs> <laughs> do you hide any secrets in your stories that only yourself and a select few people will will spot but most readers will just they won't think twice about it um, yes <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> can't speak any further on that otherwise got people guessing no no that's fair <laughs> enough that's fair enough uh let me see uh brie in the chat says nothing wrong with being a realist in equal amounts as being a dreamer balance is key mm. oh yeah go with that. i'm a big fan of balance when it comes to things like that so if you had someone come to you who's fairly new to comics or fairly new to creating their own comics and stuff and they're like look man 
I don't know where to start. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm diving in the deep end without a, a life raft or a life jacket. What mm. advice would you give them that you wish you had when you first started out? Mm. Oh, you mean back then or recently? <laughs> um, <laughs> like back in the, in the late yeah, 80s? The, yeah, the kind of information you wish you had back in, in the late 80s. Oh, mm. Well, uh, I wish I had the information that the uh, the entire world in the, in the future will be saying these two words: Twitter and tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Half the damn population of the earth is saying are saying these words, you know, and I'll be like, are we turning into birds or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, there's this thing called Twitter and uh, it's taken over the world and uh, we should invest now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or invest in Facebook. Hmm, what, mm. yeah. yeah, either one. I don't know. I guess it would be financial advice. Because once I had that, then I could self-publish easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I guess the, the base of it all would be, uh, you know, I'm not a greedy guy. But, but you know, either you get lucky or, or you just have, you know, some seed money mm. just, to, just to boost yourself. Or, you know, or, or, you know, or, or maybe I would say, Learn to freaking network. <laughs> yes. Get out of your shell. Because <laughs> <laughs> networking does seem to be a, a skill all of its own, really. Yeah. Because even then, people were networking then. But uh, but now it's it's such an explosive commodity of, with a... You know, of... of products <laughs> yeah you know not just comics on you know the people are uh, crowdfunding but whatever inventions they come up with mm. it's insane it certainly is man it certainly is in the chat we have uh wally who says i applaud your show me the money approach oh <laughs> uh, there was a time when i was uh oh so altruistic but you know, I'm getting older now, and <laughs> I'm not so uh, high in the sky anymore. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what would you say are some of the, the key themes and messages that you've tried to focus on in Nephilim Squadron? Oh, well, there's a the biggest one would be a self-realization. The mm -hmm. uh, main character, Teru, goes uh, goes through a period of uh, being at the height of his game yeah. and falling to the depths of uh, unpopularity uh, through some shenanigans. Uh, and then uh, all the while, he's, 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 he's wondering if souls exist and, and if you can acquire one and, and and there's a possibility that he could on this planet yeah um, 
because of uh, the uh, the strange uh, biogenetic and social uh, experiments that Seton Kokar is doing on the planet. Yeah. Uh, uh, for instance, oh, here's a spoiler. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, did I talk about this before? But uh, there's there's a scene in chapter two mm -hmm. where uh, um, the the crew or the the main characters they're on leave and they're on the planet in a in a nightclub bar. Yeah. And uh, and in this bar, they they've uh, it's, it's kind of an underground bar where they serve illegal drinks and a lot of illegal activity goes on, mm -hmm. and uh, and there's also uh, this illegal technology where uh, uh, humans have had here have the ability to capture uh, uh, transdimensional beings. Yeah, and and uh, and the, what they do once they're captured, they they pipe it into the system. In, in 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 the interior of the club, and uh, and and they manipulate the piping so it like kind of tortures the the creature inside, and it creates this this screeching sound that that serves as music. Wow. <laughs> so it's they're torturing this transdimensional creature to provide music for this club, which is highly illegal. And uh, and once Teru sees this, he he starts to ponder like, uh, is that is that. Is that, a, is that a person's soul or is that an alien? What is that? And do I have one? Can I get one? What am I? Uh, so, uh, so this happens during a, uh, an infamous uh, eating and drinking scene, as we're not supposed to have in comics these days. <laughs> but this is this is a pivotal scene, and uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it's very important. It's, it's like like you know, uh, you know, like the, the Godfather, you know, like uh, you know the, the big eating and drinking scene in the godfather how uh, mm. it was a pivotal scene where things are, are happening uh, in the background and yeah uh, so yeah uh what what was the question <laughs> what, 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 what key themes and messages are covered oh, in okay yeah yeah self-discovery self-realization so yeah that's that's what Teru goes through uh um as he's going through his own ups and downs and then his internal uh struggles and questions um, and, and on top of that there's also the <laughs> the the, the, uh, the meta theme of the uh, ancient mythological tale being retold yeah <laughs> but in the future and on another planet but that really gets into spoiler stuff so later volumes that's cool man that's where cool it, where it gets mystical and esoteric yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's what I like to hear, man. What were, some of the, what were some of the key challenges that you faced whilst uh, creating this book? Ah, oh, jeez. Oh. Um, one, of, one of them was, was the aliens, the aliens design. Mm -hmm. And, um, but even more than that, it's just uh, not getting it on uh, a physical media from my head onto physical media like like paper. Yeah. Like uh, I'll have entire scenes or conversations in my head, and and uh, and it just dissipates into the ether. And I'm like, ah, I should have written that was gold. That was gold. I should have written that down. 
you know. But now I have a, a I use the a phone app hmm. uh, to take notes, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, or, yeah, as far as story goes, I, I really don't uh, use uh, uh, post-its like I used to. <laughs> I use the phone app. And uh, I still have all my my world building uh, notebooks, and sketchbooks. Uh, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, what were some of the key uh, challenges that you faced while creating yeah. the book? Oh yeah, yeah, the the yeah, making sure that that I challenge is to make sure you you get what's in your head solidified onto a piece of paper or or. Uh, you know, phone app or recorder, just so you don't lose it. Yeah, and and also designing the aliens to make sure that they're they're unique and uh, kind of eye catching. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. If you had to um, describe your work in three words, no more, no less, what would those three words be, and why? Mm. Uh, bizarre, clean, and uh, <laughs> uh, timeless. Cool. <laughs> cool. Why would you? Why? Why? Why did you pick those three words? Uh, Oh, it, it, it is bizarre. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> bizarre. Like, because I'm bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it clean. I I try to I try to work with the uh, sort of a tight clean line like a uh, to give it sort of a, an animation sort of feel and and yeah. I, I try to focus on uh, line weight mm -hmm. uh, motion and and um and composition yeah uh, rather than than rendering so much mm -hmm. i mean i can do that but the for me it, it just Takes up a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> and uh, timeless. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think what I'm going for is that I, I, I I'm inspired by manga, but I, I wouldn't call the work I do manga. It's yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, there was there was a time when I, I worked as a, as a quick sketch artist on the okay. pier. Yeah, uh, for like two summers, and uh, the the idea was like to make the, the goofy and and uh, you know dorky, yeah. and, and to do it all within you know a, a line line just a line sketch with no color for in mm -hmm. un, in two minutes or less, and that's yeah. what I was trained to do in, in this in this company, <laughs> and color three minutes. Uh, so, but I, I always had the habit of like making people look good. Uh, and 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 they ended up looking like they were on uh, the, the side of a coin or something. <laughs> so in that way, I, I struggled to make 
people with cartooning. So I, I would say, yeah, I just can't get out of this sort of like a, a sculpted um, side of the coin look that's timeless. That's kind of where I, I pulled that from. Okay. And so it, I don't know, it was subconscious. I wasn't really thinking. So that's yeah. what came out. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's that's cool. Uh, we're we're going to be wrapping up soon. We've got a couple of questions left for you. But before I ask those questions, I do just want to remind everyone that you can find a link to the Indiegogo campaign for Nephilim Squadron in the description box down below, as well as where you can find Hex on social media so that you can go follow him. Yes, so, please do. So we got the last two questions. The first one is, do you believe in creative block? And if so, what do you do to overcome it? Mm. Mm, uh, I personally, I don't believe in it. <laughs> okay. For me, I just, it's, uh, it's just a matter of I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. And I just uh, come up with excuses to do other stuff. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Whatever it, whatever it, you need to create is already there. Yeah. And uh, and if if you have the if if there's the illusion of it being blocked, hmm. then that's that's the maybe the blockage comes from you. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that would be creative block. But but yeah, it's it's something internal you have to deal with. And and yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, I just, uh, I know what I have to do. It's just that I say, uh, mm, I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I guess that's an answer. Hey, that's cool, man. That's cool. And it's time for the final one. Everyone gets asked this when they come on the show. And uh, I know Zachary, who I haven't seen in the chat for a little while, but I'm sure he's watching the replays. He loves this question as much as I do. Oh, no. <laughs> do you believe that there is any truth in the idea of the tortured artist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I mean Yeah. I mean I would have to for for just speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. I I've always been this way. Right. <laughs> Tortured <laughs> on the inside. Uh, uh all this look at all this you're pulling out of me. <laughs> hey, that's my job, man. Oh, <laughs> it's what the devil does. Back on the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I I would say so. I okay. believe in the idea of a torture artist. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the same for uh, some other people out there. You know, there, there are some people who are like, I don't want to admit it, but <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> good questions, good stuff. Uh, we've actually got one more question because Marie Goan in the chat has asked, Hex, what drew you to science fiction? Ooh, that would have to be Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I'm that demographic. Uh, I was five years old. 
five years old in uh, the summer of 77 when it all happened and ended and started it all. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing whatsoever, man. Well, listen, Hex, it's been awesome getting to sit down and chat with you this evening, and I hope that you oh, will join me again for an episode in the future. Oh, yes. Well, I'll, I'll have some changes probably in, in uh, to the campaign by then. Or, oh, actually, uh, uh, I do have an update for you. There, there is a, I can share my screen. There's a, I have a sign up uh, page for Nephilim Squadron Volume One, which is uh, chapters one through three in color. Uh, the current campaign is just chapter one in black and white. Uh, yeah. But this one is for, this is launching later in the summer. Uh, cool. Volume one, uh, chapters one through three. Uh, I'm gonna have. A, I'm working. Like I said, I'm working on a video. I just haven't. Uh, now that uh, I don't have much scheduled at all, I don't think this week. So yeah, I gotta get busy on making that video for this. It's a teaser video. Um, yes, exotic sci-fi action inspired by heavy metal mag. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, all the out there, please sign up, uh, and you get a uh, a free launch day trading card if you back it on launch day nice uh, i'm trying to figure out who um, i want to get like a you know a better artist than i than to to or at least a more known artist <laughs> than me to to the trading card uh, awesome. but either way you got nothing to lose so go ahead please sign up for that and and back nephilim squadron chapter one with extras awesome man Oops. Ah, there we go. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, once again, thank you so much for for joining this, for joining me this evening. Yes, and and I just you and want your to friend say there. Oh yes, oh yes. He keeps us company, keeps us very well. I'm I'm sorry that he was talking over us all evening. He get he gets like that sometimes, but you, well, you just have to ignore him, and he he gets the yeah. message. Eventually. Shut your chittering skull. <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been watching, including you guys in the chat. You are awesome as uh, always. Cheers, chat. Cheers. Uh, did you freeze? Oh, you did freeze. <laughs> oh, where are you guys? Let me try to get to the chat here. Ah, uh, there you go. I did a voodoo hex on him. Froze him up. Uh, and and look at that. I, I've returned magically. My internet decided to drop out for a second there, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying to you guys in the chat, you are all officially awesome. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Now, I will be returning for an episode of Lucifer's Lounge this week, but last minute, it's going to be moved from Friday to Thursday, just for this week. So 8 p.m. UK time this Thursday, I'll be back for an episode of Lucifer's Lounge, where you can come on, uh, you can call in and promote your books, your web comics, your YouTube channels, whichever you prefer. And then I'll be back on Monday at the usual time for another episode of I have issues in fact it will be the last live episode of i have issues just for a little while where i'll be joined by elston christopher of flash delirium and he'll be talking to us about his latest comic book pop singer which if you're into outlaw comics you are gonna dig that story i know i did so awesome man awesome right well i guess that leaves me with nothing left to say except for until next time guys take care of yourselves 
Take care of each other. Most importantly, and I cannot stress this enough, stay safe and stay awesome. <laughs>